This is Big Game Live, a podcast from KCLR and Scoreline.ie bringing you some of the best of our live commentary action as originally broadcast on KCLR. Visit scoreline.ie. With thanks to Philip Ireland's Tires, Killeen Hill, number one for tire service in Kilkenny, proudly supporting the parish of Danesforce. Call 056 and welcome to UPMC Nolan Park of course for the Michael Ling Motors Hyundai Intermediate Semi-Final and Danes Fort and Aurora Nixtig Loch Horns in this eagerly anticipated Intermediate Semi-Final I'm joined of course by Eddie Scally. he's on a high the Blacks and Whites manager Eddie a great day yesterday first of all for Blacks and Whites yeah Ronnie Lord, absolutely delighted Joe we've two weeks now of a big build-up to a county final and it's where everybody wants to be at this time of the year so I'm just delighted for everybody involved and sure look hopefully we'll make a good account for ourselves in two weeks time that's important for blacks and whites but today it's all about Innesteeg the Roar Innesteeg and, and the Danes Fortman one minute gone in the game and Tom Doyle has got a point from the middle of the field Jim Ryan has it now Jim Ryan has dropped that ball up high in the air and wide the first wide of the day for either team and that's for Dan or for Innesteeg a strong wind what a difference a day makes Eddie the day a horrible horrible afternoon here in UPMC uh, Kevin McGarry of course John Coogan have the Nolan Park in pristine condition after two, three games yesterday Richie Lackey has the ball he gives it back to number 7 today for the Pat Ling Pat Ling a very strong half back line for Dana Stiegsman Dana Stiegsman I said wearing the green a familiar green and red a very strong half back line for Danes Fort both half back lines might have a big bearing on this game but of course then in a day like today here comes young Ben Whitty Ben Whitty a minor from last year he drives the ball across the field down on top of Joe Ling and Robbie Welch Joe puts up the hand but it comes out comes out to Ed Owen Dial. Owen Dial. Owen Dial hits it up the far side Dan's four playing into the city end or yes into the city end as Dara Joyce of course the Australian uh, returned exile from Australia he's wearing 26 and Eddie in Dara Joyce's it's a full time a professional elite athlete we're looking at no yeah definitely and he looks every bit of it but I have to say in fairness to all these lads there, there's, there's no one out there carrying or anything like that you know there'll be nothing spared a lot of fit men Richie breaking down here now as well Richie, Richie Hogan on the far side Richie Hogan puts that ball Richie oh. Hogan off his left brilliant score for score. Richie Hogan and typical Richie Hogan style he puts that over the bar one point apiece three minutes gone Danes four playing into the O'Loughlin's end playing with the elements playing with the wind in a very very wet and miserable now UPMC Nolan Park long puck out by the full the, the goalkeeper today that's Paddy Ling Paddy Ling course Paddy drives it up to Richie Lahey Richie on the far side he looked very decent in the warm up line ball in the far side Richie Lahey looking lively Richie Lahey looking to take the line ball Richie Lahey looking for every ball maybe he might be better off to be in centre forward and in this case not leaving his man spare Eddie yeah it's, it's something that's happening an awful lot where centre backs are just being left loose and, and they're, they're on a world of ball and I think you're right I think you're better off pushing up on that centre back there's nothing doing it but the conditions here Ronnie it's, it's, this is going to make this game so difficult especially for the defenders we're seeing lads slipping everywhere and everything this like the pitch is going to be very slick out there for everybody but Danes Fort breaking they've a good win at their back and they're coming out strong again here Colin Field low ball into Jack Bruton Jack Bruton lung lively and fast Jack Bruton will take on his man Jack Bruton going inside well got back by, by Pat, Pat Ling of course of Innistique to Richie Lackey he's very deep 70 yards from his goal own goal blocked down brilliantly by, by Cahill O'Neill Cahill O'Neill back to Richie Richie to the man in the middle of the field that's Philly Cooney Philly Cooney bounces off a of one man gets a belt in the hand gives it back to Robbie Robbie to Richie Richie Hogan sidesteps down brilliantly hooked oh, by Pat Ling brilliantly hooked there a linesman Connor Everard uh, says it's a line ball for Innesteeg and Innesteeg as I said playing against a very strong wind um, 
Eddie, are, which means that Dane's Ford need every score they can get and need to turn maybe with a five or six point lead. Yeah, it, it does look like it, and I suppose with the rain, it's coming driving into their faces as well. It's it's, it's tricky. You would need Dane's Ford, I would imagine, need to be leading at halftime. Richie Hogan looks very lively early in the game. We would have expected that anyway, but he's he's, he's started in full forward and he seems to be out wing forward now. Jackling drives that ball up to Dermot Field and Dermot Field, the Dane's Ford man, the full back. Dermot gives it back to the centre back. Today, of course, is Paul Murphy. Murphy gives it low to Dermot Field again. Dermot will try and drive out. Gives it a loose pass to Jim Ryan. Jim Ryan has a one-to-one with the full-back Darren Boot. Jim Ryan gives it into the middle. Des Dunn does very well to get back. Colin O'Neill does better. Let off for Dane Ford. Point a piece, quick, quick puck out, Eddie down to paddling. Yeah, Inishtiger following all, all the Dainsford men up the field. There's going to be huge space for the Dainsford players in the forward line if they get it up there quick. Two seconds ago, Ronnie, when we're Inishtiger on the attack there, I know it looked like we're going to get a goal. We had three players back in this half of the field for Dainsford and three Inishtiger players. Everyone else had pushed on up the field. The space there is going to be unmerciful if they keep pressing up like that. And I think with the wind, Dainsford are going to have to take advantage of that and take the gamble and drill that ball along into them spaces there. But this is a pretty scorable free here I'm surprised Richie Hogan's not hitting this himself it's yeah. just on the halfway line but he's leaving it to his big out. brother and his big brother who's taken so many important long range frees Paddy 70 yards Paddy Hogan very oh, very left and very wide second wide for Dane's Fort one point apiece seven minutes gone and we were brought by our proud sponsors a Dane's Fort man of course Philip Ireland Tyres Killian Hill number one for tyre service in Kilkenny proudly supporting the parish of Dane's Fort call 05677 24-7 good man Philly Ireland long puck out drop down on top of jo- Jared Joyce and Des Dunn and that's a, a dual Eddie Des Dunn who's also a very fit man and he's picking up Darren Jason. that duel is probably very important to the the result in this game Joe Ling looks, for, looks to be the spare man Dane's Fort playing with a spare man or not Dane's Fort Rorinestig possibly yeah it's, it's, it, just, it just seems that they're pressing up generally Dane's Fort seems to be sitting very deep for a team playing with a strong wind uh, maybe it's, it's it's the way to play I don't know far side Robbie Welch has it on the far side he's coming down the wing he drops his shoulder and drops it wide and a poor wide that's not Robbie Welch that's Owen Brennan Owen Brennan has replaced Paddy Hickey we should have mentioned that and Shane Ryan doesn't play for the Inestigue men we'll go down through the teams real quickly Paddy Hogan on goal Danes Fort Darren Boot Dermot Phelan and Darrow O'Neill five Des Dunn and captain and six Paul Murphy and seven Carl O'Neill a very strong half back there. middle of the field is Philly Cooney and Carl Carney half far line of Carl O'Neill, Owen Brennan and Ben Whitty and a full forward line of Richie Hogan Robbie Welch and Jack Bruton and as I often say don't mind the numbers just mind the numbers don't mind where they're playing free in and Ben Whitty's off to a very good start he's picking up you know, Sean Lester Sean Lester started for Roar and Stieg Six, 8 minutes gone 1 point apiece we'll go through the Inestieg Roar and Stieg team on goal Paddy Ling of course number 2 Owen Dial 3 are wearing 18 is Sean Lester
Leicester four Jack Welch right half back of a very strong half by a line of Joe Ling Kieran Joyce the captain and Pat Ling middle of the field Tom Doyle who's already got a score Tom Doyle and number nine is Michael Gavril half forward line wearing 26 Dara Joyce returned home from Australia of course Richie Lahey and George Murphy and a full forward line of Owen O'Brien, Tom Murphy and Jim Ryan as Richie Hogan does what he does best and pops over another free nine minutes gone in, in a horrible horrible conditions um, towards yesterday Eddie when you had a beautiful well a reasonably nice day yeah no for the time of the year it was and the pitch is in absolutely brilliant condition as well that's a pretty poor puck Richie's missed it there but they're the Dane's four men have all missed it and it's come now to Dara Joyce Joyce on 26 he's on the 45 heading towards town or heading towards the city end he yeah, runs too right. far he thought he had an oval ball in his hand he was allowed to do that in Australian rules but not here Eddie yeah, it's no, a different country was, was. and of course the weather wants to put out Dara Joyce he's used to sun on his back <laughs> I, think, I, think, I, think, I think he'll be fine Ronnie I think he's, he's acclimatised at this stage I have to point out Dara O'Neill there coming out for Dane's fourth there for the last score for Richie Richie got the free off it but it was brilliant work from the corner back out in front and a great ball across when which drew the foul but it's a great start actually for that full back and Paddy Hogan lands a scud missile down on top of the dance oh, fort or the Innistee goal and a great score by Paddy Hogan that's the Hogan brothers three points dance fort three points roaring a steeg one and we went to mention warm weather we have to have a shout out to the men in Tenerife Michael Ling of course of Michael Ling Motors John Dunphy and Joe English one of them are spe- celebrating a special birthday didn't say whether it was 60 or 70 but they're listening in Tenerife lads and I hope you're enjoying the fair at this stage and of course you're shouting for the red and green while you have the sun on your back in Tenerife there's no sun here in, in UPMC Nolan Park it's rain it's wind and heavy rain at that now George Murphy has it wearing 12 he's coming through the middle takes on a few men and looking for a free and he gets a free a free in as Gay Rafter the referee today the three castles man he's refereeing um, today the semi-final and as we said Jim um, the free in would be for Richie Lahey. Yeah, and Richie's been on fire this year for Oran Stieg. I mean, in Stieg, a pro club, very disappointed to get relegated last year. Danes Ford, obviously, I think it was two years ago when they came down. So, you know, both teams that are teams that we'd be really fancying at the start of the year. But I've been looking at Richie and Roran Stieg all season, and Richie Lahey's just been, I'm giving him the kiss of death here, Ronnie, now because I'm blowing him properly up. But his free taking has just been sublime. Well, during the warm up, he t- took two or three from this exact position, 50 yards out, right under the stand here in the Ollie Well stand. Does very well. That'll hang in, or will it hang in the end? Oh, my it God. Doesn't it just marginally went wide marginally went wide the, the, the hurley carrier having a word but that's gone wide that's a second wide for Richie for Dennis Stegman long puck out done down to a spare man the number 9 for the, the for the Dennis Stegman Michael Galvin he hits it long to both teams playing with an extra defender are certainly crowding out of the half back line Richie or uh, Eddie yes Richie Hogan out in front of Kieran Joyce what a jeweller that'll be today Richie does what he does well hits it down the middle but he goes to Pat Ling as we said brilliantly given the ball to Richie Lahey Ling to Ling to Lahey, he misses the rise, it comes back to Cahill Carney. Cahill Carney gives it back to the right half back, Cahill O'Neill, Cahill O'Neill, Cahill coming out with the black and amber helmet. He's fouled by Richie Lahey. But to be fair, Eddie, there will be some mistakes made today based on the weather and, of course, the, the match. And, of course, the the occasion based on the occasion well. itself yeah. but the weather is not conducive to good hurling no it's not like, like the pitch itself is going to be very slick because it's been quite dry over the last couple of months so you're not getting in, into the turf but I see Richie's calling Paddy out to take this free as well he's not fancying it but with a strong wind there Paddy's after landing a missile as you said a couple of minutes yeah. ago he was just, just tail off but 
Paddy is on the goal, hasn't a huge amount of training done. That's why he's on the goal, but he's after sprinting out there as if there's nothing wrong with him. 12 minutes gone, Paddy Hogan, 70 yards from the dynasty goal. Strike that lovely, but so lovely it hardly, unfortunately, went to the right and wide. Marginally wide, a wide is a wide. Four wide stands forth, two wides to roar, three pints stands forth, one pint to roar in the steak. Roar not settled in just yet. Yeah, I think, I think Roar definitely have, Dan's Ford have settled in a little bit quicker, but like you have to say, Ronnie, it is, it's, it's, it's a pretty poor game so far. I know the weather and you have to allow for that, but we're 15 minutes in here and you know one of these teams is going to have to take this game with a scruff of the neck. Great catch by Darren Booth, the corner back down to Robbie. Robbie, if you followed by Joe Ling, Robbie, Robbie Welch at Dan's Ford, Joe Ling in the Ben Whitty tries to take him on on the outside, comes to, to Jack Welch. Jack Welch being blocked down brilliantly by Young Whitty again. He pulls in the ball, come to Michael Galvin. He's down the far side of our on the cross Galvin using his legs his pace gives it to Dara Joyce 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 on the left right hand Joyce tries to go along but he'll go along into Paddy Hogan he'll control this guy very comfortably Paddy hits a low ball out to number 4 Darrow O'Neill Darrow looking for help down in front of him there's no one down in front of him but other than, than number 10 number 10 Danes 4 today Colin Field Danes 4 measured balls measured very, very properly ball coming down to Rob Jack Bruton Jack Bruton comes back to the corner back to the corner back is oh, Tom Doyle he's put under pressure by Jack Bruton but he does well Jack Welch Jack Welch gives it to Joyce, Joyce the paddling. We mentioned that half back line, Eddie, and both half back lines seem to be on top. Yeah, no, there's two, two, two very experienced half back lines. This is this Darrow O'Neill coming out again here from the. He's after starting here. He Ronnie. started he's, very well. Gives a ball. We give him the kiss of death, but he picks it back up. Comes back to Jared Joyce. Mistakes being made, but that's because, as we said, the weather is not conducive to nice hurling. George Murphy has it. Left handed George Murphy to the far side. To the far side is Tom Murphy. Tom, great ball, great touch, but no place for one handed and fancy stuff today. But he still has it. He's trying oh, he's to give it to the man. To the middle. That's Tom Doyle coming to the middle. Outside of D. Heading into the city end. Over the bar. Four 14 minutes gone, Danes fourth, three points to Roar in XD2 and Tom Doyle, that's his second point. Yeah, it's the second point from midfield. He was literally on mark. He just seemed to walk straight through from midfield there. The ball was popped back off his shoulder and straight over the bar. Very, very easy position. I'd say Danes fourth need to have a look at what's happened there. Puck out, docking down on top of Joyce, the half back lanes, as we said, both on top. Michael Galvin has it in the field. It's not, it's Tom Doyle again. He started off very well in the middle of the field. Here comes Dara Joyce again. He's hit in one or two balls at this early stage. Joyce, as we said, the elite Australian athlete comes to Darren Boot Darren Boot maybe not an elite st- athlete but certainly one of Dane Sports important men a cornerback he's blocked down by Tom Murphy Darrow O'Neill Dane's for Rona Steig making a run Richie Lahey's on the D Richie's going in try two men Richie's blown for steps and Eddie Kerr is in front of us here and day after is definitely not going to get a Christmas card from the likes of Eddie Kerr Blown for steps while yeah. Tom while he was while definitely getting his jersey pulled. Jeremy Field and thought he was in Kilkenny Rugby Club. Yeah, it's it, it's strange sometimes. I suppose what we see and what referees see are, are, can be different. I suppose Just no one in the pitch here would have thought that wasn't a free in, but it's a strange one. It's a free out. Gay has to call it as he sees it, and maybe he did overcarry it a small bit. I, I I don't know. What is happening here, Ronnie? And it's happening an awful lot. His midfielders are being left free on the field. If you watch number eight there, he's after getting two points already. Tom Doyle. When, when Danes Ford are breaking or when Roar and break no one tracks them you know yeah. what I mean? they just leave them free surely if it's a tactic they're going to leave them loose that surely a forward has to drop back and pick up that midfield you can't have someone around the middle of the field in a hurling match in a modern day game where lads can shoot from 80 yards you can't leave yeah, them just yeah. sitting free and if you watch both teams are doing it like now they're not Eddie, picking each other up just on that that's Danes Ford's fifth wide and for me that's too many wides at this early stage of the game when you have the wind when you have the elements you need to be taking your scores oh, big time and, you know they have the wind as you said on, the, on their backs and their, and their 
they're hitting wides from chances that they, they need to be scoring. I don't know if there's something wrong with that end of the field, Ronnie. We hit ten wides into that in the first half yesterday, and I think, I think even Piltown in the second half, I think they maybe got seven or eight wides. Is it? Well, sometimes to be fair, the the, the latest hurlers, modern hurlers, the stand, the yellow seats, you actually can't see the post as clearly as you'd like. And before years ago in my time, Eddie was not there in the field, so you have not green background. Happy so days. We, so we never drove away. <laughs> <laughs> Sixteen minutes gone. Richie Lai in a similar position to where he has been five minutes ago. Richie, as I said, fifty-five yards out, playing against the wind. Richie Lai free. Three points to Dan's fourth. Two points to the roar. The roar will be the happier team. Oh, miss hit, but it'll land and it'll go over the bar. Very TJ Reid esque over the bar. Richie hanging out with TJ Reid a lot. Three points. Piece and the roar next week settling in a little bit. Dansford maybe based on the possession, Eddie will be a little bit disappointed. Definitely, Dansford have the, the lion's share of possession in this game, and they, they really should be in the lead. You know, they need to settle down, and they need to settle down quickly, or they're going to be in trouble come the second Low half. Ball to Jack Bruton. Off. Jack Bruton, he's a ha, 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 pushed over the ball by Sean Lester Sean Lester does very well Tom Doyle hitting a lot of ball in the middle of the field drives it long up to the spare men two versus one the Tom Murphy puts his hand over Tom Murphy gives it to Jared Joyce Joyce gives a great ball to George Murphy if George can get on the end of it Dermot Phelan does it again another rugby tackle by Dermot Phelan he'll get away with it possibly but not a whole lot he could do he will go into the book of gear after because it was a late tackle yellow card for Dermot Phelan he could be down in John Street a lot earlier than he thinks if he keeps that going yeah he definitely he could it was, it was a straight look it was a certain yellow card he took one for the team there Ronnie again the ball coming out of the defence Tom Doyle a little bit of pressure on him not a huge amount gave him a bit of a chance to drill a ball in but there was four Danes Fords men against two Roaring Steag men and Roaring Steag came out with the ball and now they've a soft free here that I've no doubt in my mind is definitely going to be struck straight over the bar here by Richie this time Richie Lahey has that chance He's had the referees having a word with Tom Dial. Not sure what that was for. We missed it, but they did a high five, so they've got on. Whatever happened, whatever few words they had, Gare after is happy. Richie Lahey is happy. He's getting a free. Richie Lahey should tap it over. 20 yards out. Richie Lahey drives it high. Richie Lahey's second point. Tom Dial, two points. Richie Lahey, two points. Dane's fourth for three only. And Roar Nistig four against the wind. Roar Nistig will be happier. Oh, big time! They they really will. But I I I'd love to go down onto the pitch there, Ronnie, to see how strong it is. I'm just looking at the puckouts from both keepers, and like they're getting great distance into the puckouts, which suggests it's probably not as strong as we thought it was coming in at the start. Ben Whitty gives it back to, to Carl O'Neill Carl O'Neill Jack Bruton has the touch Bruton fails to get it first time he tries to pull on it oh. great save great save by Paddy Ling he had a half chance but Jack Bruton did well but maybe just couldn't connect on it Tom Doyle enough Tom Doyle on a lot of ball for me in the middle of the field Tom Dowell is, Dowell is fouled by Richie Hogan and Doyle is on a lot of ball in the middle of the field for the Roaring Steagman he is he's having a great he's had a great start to the game so far and he's a fine big man well able to hurl you know his distribution has been excellent as well he, you know, he's been on a lot of ball but he's, he's been really really useful with the ball he's been on he hasn't given away any possessions and hit some great passes this is a great free by there he's great free and great ball into the number 13 the smaller man in the field that's Owen O'Brien Owen O'Brien a young man played last year oh, number 10 brings it back to Cotton O'Neill done it very well number 8 for Dane's fourth loses the ball paddling pulls into the ball he gets a right shot Paul Murphy we haven't seen much of Murphy on the ball yet Des Dunn has it the Dane's fourth right left half back he gives the ball down the top of Robbie 
Robbie Robbie Welch and, Sh- and Sean Lester Robbie off his left but he'll only hit it into Joe Ling Joe Ling is on his own the edge of the square Dane's fourth certainly not conducive not playing his fruit oh did he touch it on the ground he got away with it the dead in a Stigman Dane's fourth swat him up they press him hard Robbie has it the ball Robbie Welch at Dane's fourth puts the ball out over the line and as we said again the rain has stopped but the wind is still there but still at the same time mistakes are being made Eddie they, they are Ronnie and I just I can't get my head around why Dane's fourth are sitting so deep playing with the wind there was a ball struck in there I know it was a hit and hope ball but it was 1v2 inside there two lower inch deep players back in the full back line against I think it was only um, Jack Bruton that was inside for Dane's Ford like Dane's Ford are going to have to push up on these you know what I mean they're playing with a strong wind and, and, and at the moment they're losing four points four to three points it just doesn't make sense to me brilliant line ball by Jack Welch just up to the far corner Tom Murphy's on it on the far side Tom Murphy on the far side gives it to Richie Lahey but Lahey's been fouled oh Richie Lahey dodges three lads gives a great hand pass gets a late tackle by somebody again and I wonder is that number three or number four but Richie certainly got a late tackle into the face but number four for Dane's Ford sprinted as fast as he could to go back to Paddy Hogan to avoid the attention and Gay Raft will do well to find the number four and the person that perpetrated that bit of, bit of cleverness there and Ronnie very, fairness very cute out of the number four we won't mention his name but he's wearing a stripy jersey but he ran towards the goal and poor Gay Rafter can't find him he's forgot about it it's a free in four pints to the Rornestig, three points to Dan's Fort here in UPMC Nolan Park as we're brought by our proud sponsors Philly Ireland Tires Killian Hill number one for tires service in Kilkenny proudly supporting the parish of Dan's Fort call 056 77 as Richie Lahey drives that wide wasn't easy in the weather drives it wide down on top of Ben Whitty Ben Whitty puts his hand up but so does the midfielder or out comes Jim Ryan Ben Whitty has it Ben Whitty's coming down to the middle he gives a ball back he's fouled and Robbie Welsh has been fouled and it's a free in for Dan's fourth as Tony Woodcock brings in the famous towel and in that towel is a nice dry O'Neill's ball possibly it- Ronnie, for that attack coming out that time with Dainsford, they'd have puck out themselves. The two players in the in, 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 in the Roaring League half, playing with the wind. We know Paddy Hogan has a big strike. Yeah. You know, you know, where was the are they trying to put it they're hitting the space into the corners? Maybe that's what they're trying to do, I don't know. Well, but again, with the wind you'd imagine you'd play fifteen and fifteen if you could, especially if you have the likes of Richie Hogan he puts that over the bar he's been on error and any chance he's got he's put it over the bar Eddie that's a four points to the Roar next league 22 minutes wide and four points to Dane's fourth a draw match Richie Hogan and the Hogans have scored four points between them 22 minutes gone four points apiece in this low scoring saying uh, Michael Ling Motors Hyundai Michael Ling Motors intermediate semi-final of course the second game Thomastown the contenders are the serious contenders in most and they're playing the carry shock men who again will come in as slight underdogs strangely and surprising but just yet Paul Murphy not much ball Dan- are Rorna Steve being very clever not playing ball up the middle certainly Paul Murphy hasn't been on no, much ball th- literally that's the first kind of real contribution he's made Paul was fouled that time there after winning the ball and you are right if you look at Richie Latty's position in there he's pulling away yeah. from the middle he's trying to run him around and we know Paul's a wonderful player and he's a, he's a brilliant athlete but Paul's a lot yeah. of miles on them legs as well and he's not going to be running the length and breadth of the field if you if you watch that he's well, you know Richie Latty's going around and Paul's holding his position you know but hopefully we'll get to see a bit more of him as the game progresses Am I right in saying that it's all freeze for Dane's fourth? Yeah no score from play yet. No score from play five points 
for Dane's Fort four pints from the roar Richie Hogan puts that over the, the bar one pint game Dane's Fort in the lead but they're playing with the wind and the heavy elements of the rain that's here in Kilkenny this afternoon Dane's Fort playing into the O'Loughlin's end they need every score possibly that they can get game not conducive to good skilled hurler, hurling but Dane's Fort certainly playing with two man full forward line yeah, well, dead no, right 100% uh, Ronnie I think I think Richie got one from play as well I think we one from play he did sorry one from play for Richie uh, well spotted by our statistician today Darren O'Neill is out in front Darren O'Neill leaves it behind him Jim Ryan is there for Dan's Fort Richie Lahey has pulled out Richie Lahey's on his own of the day Roran and Stigman can get it out to him Richie's moving back there's a day Roran and Stigman oh. got in on his own if they can see him but he's gone in as George Murphy but, but they haven't got the ball yet it comes back to Des Dunn Richie has it Richie Lahey he loses it gives it back to Owen O'Brien Owen O'Brien loses it now it comes to the Dan's Fort men still as they call it above in Muckley a shamazel three or four men five men involved no one trying to get the ball at this stage but the Dan's Fort men and the Stigman full of heart for sure but not getting the breaks as we said comes to Paul Murphy Paul loses it he lose, had it in his grasp Richie um, Des Dunn has it mm, definitely as we said here comes the man again and he's blown for steps blown for steps and if you weren't sure there's certainly more roaring Stigman in the old stand than there is in the far side because they felt that Gay Rafter was a little bit harsh there again I, th- I, th- I think in that call there I think, I think he I was think, correct I think yeah, he was I think he was I, I, look I, I definitely didn't think he was earlier on because yeah. there was a foul being made but no I think he was charging even uh, you know and in fairness to Tommy he's been having a, a brilliant yeah. game so far interestingly enough now Paddy Hogan came out and hit two frees from this position already he put both of them wide Richie's stepping over this yeah. one now um, good understanding between the two brothers 24 minutes gone Danes Fort 5 pints Roar Nistigue 4 pints as we're here in the Michael Ling Motors Hyundai Intermediate Semi-Final the first semi-final of the two games today that looks like has gone over of course it did it's Richie Hogan has taken it who else only Richie Hogan 6 pints to Danes Fort all the Hogans have scored both Hogans the Hogans 6 pints in Nistigue 4 pints and certainly Danes Fort need everything in can on this scoreboard Eddie yeah, 25 minutes gone, six points. A really poor return with that wind at their back. But they're on the break again. The right man has it. He's putting a right ball into the corner here, Ronnie. Right ball into the corner. Comes into uh, Jack Bruton, or not Jack Bruton. It comes low. Now Robbie Welch has it. Robbie under 21 towards the very end. Robbie's going to go for this across field ball, but it's a bit ambitious, over ambitious. Another wide for Dan's Fort. Six wides for Dan's Fort. Two wides for Innesteague. Innesteague more economical, possibly, as Paddy Ling dries the hurl, slows it down. He's playing against the wind, playing very cute. Joe Ling wearing five but playing as a spare man right in front of the D in a steeg not panicking in a steeg very calm Dan's Fort doing all the hunting but not maybe reflecting enough on the scoreboard Eddie but yeah. we'll know in the second half yeah no definitely Ronnie and do you know what it's devoid of real goal chances as well you know you've seen there a bit of a sneaky move there by the Innesteague corner forward going in around the back of him if it, if it moved up but I can't think of a, an incident yet where fair enough a snapshot down here in the, in the first half for, for I think it was Jack Bruton you know it was probably the only shot that we've seen at a goal in this half as well but it's it is in fairness to both teams the weather conditions are absolutely horrific out there at the moment 6 points 10 points scored after 26 minutes 27 minutes it's, it's a pretty weak game now pretty weak game but the line ball goes down on top of Kieran Joyce Joyce meets his own corner back paddling Joyce comes out the experienced Kieran Joyce man of the match as we know in 2015 down comes or the replay was that 2015 or 16 2015 Des Dunn Des Dunn the Danes fourth man he slips he's trying to come through the middle no Danes fart man on him on the right the number 8 today is Philly Cooney Cooney very strong but he loses out to Joe Ling 
Joel in the Enestigma. He drives it to Roar Enestigma. Out to Dara Joyce. Dara Joyce doesn't react quick enough, but Richie Hogan does. Richie looking lively. Richie off his right. Richie slips. Richie drives it in the air. Miss hit. Pat Ling does well, but he doesn't come down with it. Oh, Wiles pull by Owen Doyle. Owen Doyle would be ooh, nearly drove out over the line. He's missed by Robbie Welch. Owen Doyle doing very well. Four Danes, four men. Owen Doyle does well. Gives it to Joyce. Joyce with no hurl. With two hands, he catches Tom Doyle. Tom Doyle for me has been one of the better men. If you're tuned in in Tenerife, Tom Doyle is doing well in the middle of the field. Pat Ling, another man. We mentioned the day in a Stig half back lane. They're doing well. Murphy, Paul Murphy, and Richie Lai. Murphy uses to the defence forces, man. He uses his strength. He looks as if he's fouled. Richie Lai has it 50 yards out. This will be a great score if it goes over by Richie Lai. Great That's score, score of the day, Richie Lai. Won that ball brilliantly off the break with Paul Murphy. Brilliant score, Richie Absolutely Lai. Absolutely brilliant. Playing against the wind, out really tight on the touchline here on this side literally cuts it across lovely strike under pressure straight over the black spot absolutely brilliant score by Richie Latty and that's really going to lift his confidence because he's missed a couple of frees that he'd have expected to score himself but that is an outrageous score an outrageous score now on the far side Ben Whitty doing reasonably well on the far side he hits the ball back into Carney in the middle Carney puts up his hand but as he was putting up his hand he looked at Dara or Joe Ling brilliantly blocked down by Colin Field and Dara Joyce Dara Joyce looked in Dara Joyce thought he was in Australia possibly forgot that he was going to be tackled and that's probably what happens you know Eddie he's after coming back from Australia he's been a brilliant underage hurler but it takes you time to acclimatise doesn't it Ronnie uh, and, and lads are laughing when I say it you're down in Wexford and, and it's a split season so you've got football for the first half and hurling for the second half or vice versa and I can honestly tell you lads that went and played football for six or seven weeks to come back playing hurling it was like watching young horses learning to walk again Do you know, yeah. it takes that bit of time you can't you have to get your eye back in and the whole lot and it will take a bit of time number no. 10 there Colin Field I think it is It is. he thought that free was against him oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so but I was talking to Colin Fenley yesterday and he took a break to America for the year. He came along yesterday and scored 1-3 and he said every lad should go to America for the summer. <laughs> I think if everybody works as hard <laughs> as Colin know. Fenley. Over the bar, Richie Hogan. That's 6-7 points to Dan's fourth. The Richie Hogan and... and does that... <laughs> I think he said three minutes additional time. Um, ben Pat Hayes, one minute of additional time. Ball breaks. Danes fourth, seven points. Roaring a steak, five points. Game a little bit lacklustre, but the weather hasn't helped it. Brilliant corner back play by, by the number four, Jack Welch. Looked lively, looks fast, and looks slim, and looks trim as the lads. Back to Joyce. Joyce, Kieran Joyce. The half back lane, as we said, of in a steak. Roaring doing very well. Paul Murphy has it. Number six, Paul Murphy to Danes fourth. He's looked as if he was hooked by Jim Ryan. Paul Murphy doesn't go down too often, but he's gone down. And it doesn't matter because Robbie Welch or Jack Bruton has it. Jack Bruton drove, drove it wide and that's another wide for Dan's Fort and I make that seven wides for Dan's Fort as Gay Rafter turns and looks to talk to Jim Ryan and when Jim Ryan is going into Gay Rafter's book we must mention the legends that Kenny legends are being managed by the none other than the record Cody on October the 22nd the Saturday in two o'clock in John's Park the Kilkenny Camogie senior team having one of their major fundraisers the Kilkenny legends of yesteryears the likes of Owen Larkin, Jackie Tyrrell, Paul Murphy, Richie Hogan, Tommy Welsh even, um, DJ, uh, Carey, DJ Carey possibly, and the record is managing that team, and of course they're playing the Camogie team, they have a golf classic on Thursday, Friday and Saturday uh, in um, Castle Comer Golf Club, and also GoFundMe page, connect with Kilkenny Camogie.ie and help those ladies enjoy their well-earned 
uh, rest but here comes Joyce brilliantly caught but he gets the ball in low into Tom Murphy Tom Murphy and Dara Field and Owner Brain goes down low doesn't come out with it Young Carney has it Cahill Carney Carney looking for help he gives it to Ben Whitty Ben Whitty has legs but he needs to move a bit faster the ball coming into Bruton Bruton and the cornerbacks Bruton does very well for Dane Ford Bruton is high tackled Aye. Bruton is tackled again and Sean Lester will go into the book number 18 and Sean Lester couldn't do a whole lot more but Jack Bruton did very well and again Eddie when they get that quick ball in certainly the two Dane Ford men Bruton in particular look lively but they're not getting the ball in quick enough are they? No they're not and the problem is when you take that one pass too many coming out of the back line if they're taking one pass extra it's given Roar interesting time to bottle it up and get more lads in front of the ball but again as you said great ball in there Jack Bruton out in front he drew the foul and this is going to be a handy score for Richie Hogan he's literally just in 25-30 yards in off the sideline there nearly right in front of the goal this will be a handy one for Richie Richie Hogan 45 yards out Richie striking it very well Richie puts it over the bar Gay Rafter said that's enough a half time here in UPMC Nolan Park in the Michael Ling Motors Hyundai Intermediate semi-final as we said Mikey Ling John Dunphy and of course Tommy Joe English they're celebrating in Tenerife stay where you are lads because the weather is brutal here <laughs> 8 points Danes Fort 5 to Nistique Eddie yeah. difficult under those conditions to be fair to both teams it, it really is and just looking back down on the stat sheet there I think in, in the whole of that half Danes Fort maybe got 1 point from play I'm not, I'm not 100% if I missed the score there but I think they got 1 point from play yeah. so that's 7 points from place balls and Nistique will be a bit disappointed with themselves because because on, on top of the 7 points from freeze that Danes Fort are after getting they're after hitting 4 or 5 wides from freeze as well so the discipline there maybe it is with a slippy pitch and, and, and wet horrible conditions for the backs maybe they're diving in a little bit too early I said it beforehand we were chatting and I said that I could see a day like today coming down to free takers and whichever free taker is on song Richie is on song Richie Lattie's after missing a couple of I wouldn't say soft freeze but he is after missing a couple of freeze that you'd expect Richie to get on a, on a day and a fella of his standard but into the second half when Inishtig are going to be playing with a wind at their backs if their backs are going to be committing tackles like that and putting in them fouls and drawing the fouls Danes Ford are going to have a massive game they'll be happy enough to sit here and put balls over the bar for freeze all day long and I, I just think Inishtig that's the biggest thing they need to sort out at half time Eddie as a manager and I've been here in Nolan Park yesterday UPMC in Nolan Park I see the Inishtig roaring Inishtig selectors in front of us the Danes Ford men who's gone in the happier team? you'd have to say Danes Ford because they didn't settle very well like it's easy for us to say it's a five point win or it's a six point win like you don't know that you don't know that the wind is going to make that much of an impact in the game Danes Ford were quite poor there for 15-20 minutes and then all of a shot they're going in three points up at half time I would say that they're the happier of the two teams I think Inishtig as I said to you they've given away a lot of needless fouls there's a bit of needle and when you have free takers playing against you of the standard that they have they have to be so careful with that I just I just think they're edging the main battles with the exception of maybe Tom Doyle there at midfield for, for Inishtig like he's, he's raging a one man war there out around the middle of the pitch here he's having an absolutely brilliant game Richie Latt he's on an awful lot of ball he got a brilliant score there before half time it's going to pick him up as well but just just for me I think and also and I, I might sound mad and I don't know I was going to ask you this beforehand if you were winning a toss Ronnie if you're a captain of a team and you win a toss do you play with the wind in the first half or do you play against it depends I suppose Eddie I often say if, if your form is good and depends on what you expect out of the game nine times out of ten we'd often play against the wind but again that's everyone individual depends on the day depends on the talent depends on what you might need in a group you might need that confidence and maybe today because there's nothing between either team either team needs whatever edge they can get and Dane's fourth as we said have a lot of fast forwards and small forwards and I think a small fast forward can often hurl better against the wind because why the ball is landing in front of him it's not landing in the air so he has that chance so I give Dane's fourth every chance in the second half but certainly the need to break this half back line of Inistig we mentioned both 
both half-back lines, it seems as if maybe the Ronan Stig half-back line looks to be the stronger at this stage. It does, and I just think when you're playing against the wind, Ronnie, and you're so right in what you're saying, if I'm playing with the wind and I'm sitting in around the half-back line, I have the confidence with the wind at my back that I can drill that ball up to the full forward line, which isn't always the best ball into the forward line, yeah. you're just bombing them down on you. But against the wind, I'm nearly forced to bring the ball out around midfield, and then I'm delivering low ball inside. And if that's what's happening in the second half, because we've seen it, Jack Bruton and, and, and Robbie Walsh, when the ball has gotten to them, they're, they're winning their own ball. Like they're, you know, and that's what you, when you have a corner forward, you just want them to win his own ball. And they are doing that. And I think if they get the right supply in the second half, now I could be totally wrong, I think that they could really go at this in the full fullback line. Well, let's see here in UPMC, Nolan Park, in the Michael Ling Motors Hyundai first semi final. It's Dane's fourth in Aurora Nistique in miserable, horrible conditions, I suppose. The picture, look at the Matlet, but the hurling maybe not conducive to great hurling. Dane's fourth are in the lead. They're facing the elements of the wind playing into the city and in the second half. But here in UPMC Nolan Park, it's Dan's fourth, eight points. Roaring the Stieg, five. KCLR Live Sport. The Michael Ling Motors Hyundai in has it or does he gives it to Joyce again Joyce holds on to it Tom Murphy's first touch Lahey's going through the middle great ball no one picked him up Lahey lost it a chance and a let off maybe for Dainsforth Darren O'Neill drives to Richie Hogan he's very deep gives a neat ball to to Robbie Robbie one Dainsforth man again five in a steam man Robbie shouldn't have got that he goes inside uh, Kieran Joyce he gives a neat ball oh. and maybe he should have given it put it over the bar but the corner back for in a steam Jack Welch he's had a very good afternoon as the under 21 selectors people Peter Donovan, Derek Ling, of course, the manager, and Mikey Comfort watch on to watch the up and coming talent. One of those lads won't be part of that is Paul Murphy because he's no under 21 or 20. Comes back to Darrow O'Neill. He's done well in the corner. Both cornerbacks comes back to Dion Carney in the middle of the field, or is it Nun Carney? Cooney. He drives the ball to Pat Ling. That half back line for me of Innistique. They're mopping up most balls. Comes out to Owen O'Brien. He's wearing 13. He's 70 yards. He's pulled down by Ben Whitty. Ben Whitty catches by the shoulder. Ben Whitty was probably a little bit on fortunate but Owen O'Brien possibly played for the free Richie Hogan demonstrating or remonstrating with the rest now again Danes Fort playing with three men inside Robbie and again they're trying to create space but I'm not too sure based on the pace of the Roanestig backs they seem to have to be out in front for most ball they do yeah like they're, they're sitting with three in the full forward line there again for this half you can understand why they'd be doing it there with the, the with the difference in the in, in, in the in, in the wind they're playing against it you'd, you'd say fair enough that they have to drift it across and try and do it that way but I, I, it's just it's just opening them up they're leaving too much space and it's, it's too easy for the backs to get on it there this is a much softer free for Richie I'm sure he'll, he'll be happy to tap this over He's after mishitting that as well. He's after mishitting that. Paddy Hogan puts the hurdle. Paddy does well. He brings it down. Paddy Hogan gives out to Cahill O'Neill. Cahill O'Neill, the Dane's fourth wing back, gives it out to Young Carney again. Carney gives it back to Darrow O'Neill. Dane's fourth hurling with a little bit more pies. Cooney in the middle of the field. Left-handed ball up to Owen Brennan. Owen Brennan, the corner back for me. He's been excellent all day. Jack Welch. Jack Welch gets a little slip on the ear. Jack Welch goes down. And he's been very good all day. He's been out in the front, Jack Welch. Not too sure. Is he still under 21? If he is, Derek Ling, I must have him in his notebook. Yeah, the two of them are. The, 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 I tell you, the other corner back at this end of the field that you mentioned as well, Darren O'Neill's been on a world of ball as well here. He's he's playing fantastic. I, I don't know him. Darren is a young man, 21 or two as well. Um, certainly doing very well today, a cornerback, and is a young man. But he's been picked up by Jim Ryan. Jim Ryan not getting the better of him at this stage. Dane's fourth, eight points. Darren is deep five, no score, and we're t- three minutes into the second half. Certainly in this Michael Ling Motors intermediate semi-final, and Dane's fourth and both teams, as we said, very familiar with each other over the years, playing at intermediate and senior level. Both teams down from intermediate or down from senior in the last couple of years. Just goes to show the championship in intermediate hurling 
you have Thomastown definitely close the last few years Carrick Shock were there in 16 Danes Fort were senior in the last two years and in Stieg were, were senior the last two years so still those senior teams going back down they're still coming back to the top they are and I can tell you something for nothing as well that the standard of the intermediate teams coming up into senior as well is very very strong like you take Tullerone a couple of years ago got over the line won yeah. that intermediate championship they were here yesterday in Nolan Park putting Ballyhale right to the pin of their collars here in a, in a county semi-final I mean like the, the standard of hurling in Kilkenny we're very lucky the standard club hurling in Kilkenny is as good as it is I know today's game isn't a, an exhibition and hurling or anything like that but it's two very 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 good teams that are playing against each other in really tough conditions like there's no one taking a backward step here and this is Richie hopefully to settle the ship for Danes Ford Richie Hogan settling the ship he'll put that over the bar he does put it over the bar and Danes Ford needing that point against the wind very very worthy at this stage four points nine points to Danes Ford all the scores coming from Richie Hogan bar one of course Richie Hogan eight points Paddy Hogan one point Danes Ford Des Dunn looked as if he was fouled referee says no you're not fouled you just fell Richie looks as if Des was looking as if he's fouled again but he doesn't get away but he does get away it gives it the ball to Cooney Cooney's picking up a few balls here in the middle of the field he looks for Robbie Welch Robbie the experienced Robbie five roaring Steeg men waiting for that ball Richie tries to block him down Richie gets a nip on the toe or the leg but Colin O'Neill gets back Colin O'Neill has gone back as the crowd start to get involved in the game now very quiet most of the crowd on the far side of the or Don the grass on the far side Eddie maybe 2,000 3,000 the weather may be not conducive to people attending these games second match of course coming up but certainly the crowd lovely crowd here yesterday possibly 4,000 but of course we had three great matches yeah no triple header yesterday was great and you had lovely weather for today the weather's it's much tougher I suppose people coming out big game on after as well Thomastown Carrick Shock they'll both bring big supports as well has been said I have to say a couple of times I'm not giving out or whinging but a good few people have said it wouldn't be the end of the world to have one cash style that lads could pay on the gate I know they're trying to go the other way with the whole cash thing and the whole lot but maybe it's something that might have to be reviewed as well if it is a, a turning off for a lot of players I don't know if it is there's a great score by wow. Richie Lahey and Richie Lahey keeping the scoreboard tur- ticking over and Richie Lahey two of the best points scored today one was from play from Richie and one from a line ball and he's in the zone shall we say Paul Murphy maybe reminded him there with a little shoulder Richie Lahey six points in the six points Roar Danes fourth nine points and Joyce does what he does well brilliantly caught out of the air ball breaks in the middle of the field Tom Dyle is there or Tom Dial Philly Cooney's there Michael Galvin's there still what we call again the famous Shamazel five or six Danes four men five or six in the Stieg men they're all pushing the ball nobody getting it but Pat Ling has it now it comes to number 10 10 today for Danes four is um, Colin Phelan Colin Phelan loses it he gives it back or does he it looks like he's fouled Rafter says he's not fouled Carney loses the, the ball he tries to take him on he slips he loses the ball again three or four as we said very difficult to hurl Dara Joyce Dara Joyce the Australian exile comes down he's jinxing past two or three does very well Des Dunn meets him with a shoulder Paul Murphy Danes Ford gives it back now we're getting a bit of excitement Rob Bob Boot or Bob Darren Boot drives the ball up to the middle Phelan puts his hurling and sprays out to the far side Pat Ling puts up his hand leave it to me the experienced Pat Ling down the wing but it goes to Colin O'Neill both half back lines doing very well now it comes to Ben Whitty the young Whitty the man the tyre man Tyreland himself drives it up into the corner down to Owen Brennan Owen Brennan's gone into the corner but Jack Welch is there Jack Welch jinks to his left turns to his right breaks the ball down Ben Whitty goes again the young man goes down kicks the ball inside the middle Ben Whitty coming after ball breaks to then Carl O'Neill he's up along with Kieran Joyce gets a, a nose dive into the face Joyce has gone down I don't know who struck Joyce but he must be strong to knock Joyce over the, off the ball and he's gone down and again Gay Rafter says it's a hot ball but it's 
the hurling isn't brilliant just let's say it's, that it's, it's not it's, it's, I think you'll be very kind I wouldn't say there was a passage of play Danes Ford should have another score here there's no point in, you know, in dressing it up the ball actually had bounced out there to Colm Phelan Colm had it and and Ben Whitty had come in behind the back of Colm looking for just pop the pass out and he'd tap it over the bar give it to the player in a better position and he turned into the tackle ball bobbled out into the ground ends up in a shamozzle next thing in the steag start to break they don't manage to clear it and they go down again and it's you know in a tight game Ronnie you look back on certain things and you look and you say should I have done this should I have done that like the simplest thing in the world is always give the ball to the guy in a better position you know you have yeah. to lay the thing off this is going to end up being a one or two point game I think and it's little mistakes like that that can come back and haunt Dan's fort if they don't punish them you know, it's, well, it's Eddie, you mentioned a great, uh, very important stat. It's going to be very close for sure. A goal will be a major score in this game if anyone gets a chance. And as you rightly said, nobody has threatened either goal. Well, Pat Ling had to make a good save, to be fair, in the first half. But other than that, there's been no goal-bound chance. And whoever, if anyone, gets a goal. But it's going to be close. It's going to go to the wire. Because, as we said, the condition is not wonderful for good hurling, as we think it's Colin Cooney is getting one of those famous headbands. Um, he's been looked after by Dr. Cassidy, of course, the Shatroon O'Cassidy from Dainsforth. He's got the, the headband. It's number eight for Dainsforth. Yes, it's Philly Cooney. He hurls better with a headband, I said. So that won't frighten him. Richie Hogan's in. It's Joe Ling is in there. Richie's in for the hot ball. Hot ball. 39 minutes on the clock. Dainsforth nine. Roaring Mystique six. Dainsforth doing well. Second half. Now it comes to... Oh, and Des Dunn does well as number 12 for George Murphy is uh, blown. And Philly Ireland are proud sponsor he'll be delighted with that decision as we said we're brought by a proud sponsor Philly Ireland Tires Killian Hill number one for tyre service in Kilkenny proudly supporting the parish of Dansfort of course Philly and the Ireland family proud uh, parishioners of Dansfort 05677 90857 24-7 for all your tyres and we thank Philly and his family Richie Hogan ever the Dansfort servant 50 yards out right in front of the goal against the wind into the city end and Richie had been on erring all day puts it over the bar great score Richie Hogan 9 points or t- 9 points for Richie 10 points for Dansfort 10 points to 6 for Robbie Dansfort settling in in the second half they are settling in and I tell you I'd start being worried for Nishtig as well because we're on about goal chances and needing them like I can see them breaking here but Dainsford are sitting so deep yeah and now Paul Murphy starting to get into the game he's won the last three or four balls as he looks like he's fouled by Richie Lai two or three Dara Joyce Joyce has it Joyce is coming on to more ball and Cooney had his hurl up and he's fouled by Dara Joyce and Dara Joyce as we said an elite professional athlete he's some size of a specimen Eddie and the more the game goes on the more he's having an influence on the game this is it you know and you would imagine his fitness as well like the fitness level he's going to be at after training the way he has been for the last number of years he's going to have an edge there and as the game drifts on and as you rightly said as we start getting later in this game he he will continue to get be more dominant in it it was a soft free as well though I see it the whole time lads are too cute for that you go in high with a hurl they're, they're throwing their head into it nearly to take the free you know Richie Lahey has a chance right close to the sideline Richie Lahey does very well difficult free Richie Lahey puts it over he keeps the scoreboard ticking over 10 points to Dane's fourth 7 points to the Innistig men Richie Lahey in a Richie Hogan show for a long time Dane's fourth the next score is a big score sub on for Jay it looks like James 
Jay Cullen is on and gone off his own Brennan I'd say but Jay Cullen is on he's made a, a big contribution the last day George Murphy is coming through George Murphy to Richie Lahey Lahey miss hits the ball the hurl falls out behind it comes to Darrow O'Neill he's been very good all day ball breaks to Owen Bright Owen O'Brien the mistake made Darren Boot puts the hurl up the referee lives, has his hand up it's a free in and a foul again and that famous ha- arm up around with young O'Brien is what we call on the small side and nothing against small men but if you put your hand up on a small man you're going to get him around the neck and he was caught around the neck I and it was a free this is 100% it is a free and that's what I was saying to you a couple of minutes ago once once you go up with your arm up in the air like that lads are ducking into them and they're taking the free all day long and it is a free like there's you know there's yep. no argument with that um, this is going to be the easiest free of the day I couldn't even put the case of that on Richie for this one I'd say no you put it over yourself Richie but Richie's going quickly and he's going to drive it over the bar he tried to upset the odds 8 points for Innesteague Roar Innesteague 8 points stands 4-10 a 2 point game 42 minutes gone here in UPMC Nolan Park in this credit you are in the Michael Ling Motors first semi-final Michael Ling of course son of himself in Tenerife but tuned into us here and KCLR with his buddies in Tenerife the ball goes long long point out by Paddy Hogan down on top of Joe Ling ball breaks in the middle of the field nobody gets the break other than Kieran Joyce Joyce the centre back for Innesty gives the ball to his brother Dara Joyce he's coming to, through the middle Dara Joyce starting to have a major influence on the game he's won the last few balls gives a neat ball Richie Lahey's trying to take on Paul Murphy ball breaks in the middle but Darrow O'Neill does very well comes to to, to what's his name Dermot Field and Dermot Field brings out that bit of rugby in him again and he gets fouled by Jim Ryan they know each other well uh, from their minor days with Kilkenny Jim uh, wraps himself around Dermot Field solid full back feeling of course and Paddy Hogan has a chance Danes 4-10 roaring the Stig 8 in this lacklustre semi-final but of course the weather as we've mentioned so often isn't conducive to hurling as Richie Hogan goes deeper into the forwards Robbie Welch he's partner in crime over the years more like Batman and Robin over the years the two of them have done so much for Danesport up front Robbie and Richie they need to get more out of them at the moment because they have a chance 10 points to 8 to get to a, a final in the Michael Ling Motors Hyundai final Richie or Paddy looks up Paddy looking to go along goes long on top of the man who's just come on as well or is it Ben Whitty Ben Whitty goes a good touch young Ben Whitty 18, 19 years of age looks like he's gone out over the line he's not he has the ball in his hand gives a throw ball mm-hmm. was a throw Richie back to Richie Richie turns up gives a good ball to the middle of the field to uh, Cooney Cooney bandage heavily gives it back to Ben Whitty ben, Win- ben Whitty gives a long ball Ben down on top of Jay Cullen Jay Cullen catches the ball brilliantly he did sit so well a dummy hand pass a great goal oh, yes. what a substitute we said a goal was needed and Jay Cullen he done the very same the last day scored two goals when he came on and that first ball had gone into him caught it on them two small cornerbacks yep. and the high ball great goal and a brilliant goal for Danes Fort and Jake Cullen yeah no it's a super move Ben Whitty did really well out here on the wing put the ball out pumped it in on top and as you said Ronnie if they can get a chance in on that full back line that they could do damage and they did and it's a great call by their management team to bring in that sub to, to do it what as, an impact he's made as we say Eddie it's always a great move when someone scores not a great move when he doesn't score brilliantly caught by Jack Bruton again now the gander is up now the confidence is there he takes him on My Pat Ling goes to give him a hefty shoulder doesn't matter Cullen has it gives it to young Carney Carney's coming across the 21 Dan's fourth still have the ball up there Carney has it one back there's a man inside a flick by the Dennis uh, Dan's four or the Dennis Teague man and young dialer Jack Cullen comes out corner back gives it to number nine number nine for the Michael Gallivan Michael Gallivan comes in down the wing gives a oh, poor ball to put some pressure under Owen O'Brien O'Brien does well hits a flick Darren Boot is there gone out over the line the, ta- Richie Holland's oh, no. not too sure he was out celebrating with Dan's four or Tullerone last night or was he I thought maybe that ball 
yeah. it's going the other way but no he says it's going in and it's an Innistieg ball 1-10 Danes fourth 8 points Roaring Innistieg Roaring Innistieg need a score need a quick and need it in a hurry as I said 45 minutes on the clock 15 minutes to go Roaring Innistieg playing into the O'Loughlin's end Danes fourth sending 3 lads back 3 Danes fourth men uh, to 1 man to Jace Jace and Des Dunn Dunn does very well gives it to Colin O'Neill the half back lanes as you said both of them on top gives it to number 10 he loses the ball gives it to number 10 today number 10 is Colin Feeling Feeling going up the far side to Robbie Welsh Robbie in top of Jay Cullen again Cullen puts his hand out breaks it to Ben Whitty Ben Whitty coming through loses the ball doesn't get the pick up comes to Sean Lester Lester gives a great ball to uh, Richie Lahey Lahey's very leap to Pat Ling Pat Ling left handed ball down to Jim Ryan Jim Ryan and Darrow O'Neill Darrow O'Neill too big strong male but Darrow O'Neill he's done so well all day loses the touch but comes back to the ageless Paul Murphy the defence forces man off his oh, left how often he does it. that gives a great ball to, to Ben Whitty again Whitty to Richie Hogan Richie Hogan drops the shoulder as he does so well takes on two or three doesn't maybe connect like he could and should comes dangerously into Pat Ling he drops it but there's no Dane's Ford man in there 110 to 8 points 46 minutes gone it's there for Dane's Ford if they want it it's certainly there for Innistig but they need to up their ante for know, sure it's, 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 it's savage scrappy if I was Dane's Ford now I would be slowing this down a little bit just for themselves he's tying his laces he's doing the right thing I, I genuinely I just think since the goal has went in there's been no score since it's gone really really scrappy Innistig need the next score so what Dane's Ford need to do is make sure that they don't get it so it doesn't matter if it takes two three minutes settle down keep the ball tap it over the bar once you get that score then now you can start kicking on but they just need to settle down a small bit here now you need to settle down his right. The cornerback, Darren Booth, drives the ball up the field. Cooney puts his hand on it again. Joe Link tries to get up. Cooney does very well. Cooney trying to come up the far side. Does very well. It's, he's coming. He catches the ball the second time. Young Carney has it. Loses the ball. Cahill Carney. The Danes Fortman trying to battle. The Dennis Stegman trying to get it to bring it out. 110 to 8 points. 47. Robbie has it. Robbie Welch, as we said. Robbie will look for Richie. He gives it to Des Dunn. Des Dunn, 50 yards out. Gives a cross speed ball to Cahill O'Neill. That could go out over the line. It will stay in. 65 yards out. Out over over the Paddy Gray standard on the grass comes the to Jake Cullen Cullen will put his hand up he doesn't the ball breaks again to Joe Ling is there Joe Ling loses it Richie and Hogan is there on the end line Richie Hogan fouled by two men uh. Richie's looking for a free doesn't get the free he's gone down the air after says they're not entertaining that George Murphy has it George of Innistig gives it to Owen O'Brien one one Roar man inside comes to the wing back Corori Galvin he'll try and hit the ball down to the middle of the field Lahey will put up his hand for it it breaks Darrow O'Neill he's certainly been one of the better men for Dane's fourth all Day. Eddie he drives a low ball down into the corner Richie Hogan is still down Jake Cullen's behind his man Jake, Jack Welch comes out of Jack looks up gives it to Richie Lahey Lahey's 80 90 yards from his own goal all he's doing is hitting the ball into two Jack or Feeling comes out Dermot Feeling and Des Dunn Des Dunn has done so well afternoon taken off him by Joyce but Dermot Feeling loses the rise the young Dermot Feeling comes out with it Feeling gives a neat hand pass gives it to the left half back the left half back or midfielder is Philly Cooney gives the ball to the middle of the field Ben Whitty 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 looks to the right gives a poor ball to Pat Ling comes as we said now the Danes four people in the stand not happy this is a dangerous ball it'll hang in the air Paddy Hogan will do as he does well brilliantly t- handled by Paddy gives a very clever ball to Philly Cooney Danes four no one running up here Cooney needs help he can't give it to anybody other than Robbie Robbie does very well the ageless Robbie Welch Robbie does very well gives a clever ball but no there's three against one no matter how good young Jake Cullen is he can't beat three in his league man down the far side ambitious ball but Pat Ling 
Ling does very well Pat Ling left half back the Danes fourth and the Roar and the Stieg half back line both doing well Darren Boot the smallest man in the field surely a free Darren Boot never got the free as he was rugby tackled by Joyce again Joyce bringing the Aussie rules into it but Darren Boot got away with it and Danes fourth get away with it Carney has it up the other end of the field to Jack Bruton Bruton's out in front Bruton to Danes fourth man he has speed he'll take his man on he'll see no danger he'll try and pop it over that's a major score in this game if it goes over it's gone over by Jack Bruton the first score in a while and Danes fourth 1-11 in Stieg 8 points and the Philly Ireland tires Killian Hill one, number one for tyre services in Kilkenny proudly supporting the parish of Danes fourth 5677 that's Philly Ireland and we thank Philly for his sponsorship he's a happy man Danes fourth are happy 111 to 8 points they're in the command and lead 10 minutes to go can they hold out or can the Roaring the Stigman master a goal they haven't had a shot at Paddy Hogan they need to get it Paul Murphy trying to drive out gives it to the man in the middle of the field Young Carney he gives it to Cooney the Danes fourth midfield have come into it in the second half they were out in the first half Jay Cullen Jay Cullen and Jack Welch Jack Welch will use his legs Cullen lets a swipe at him Gareafter says you're okay left handed down the far side to Richie Lahey he's very deep he's playing in the middle of the field Richie goes long this will be a great score and are a very poor wide and it's the second nah, one Ronnie, a very it, poor wide it is. but Ronnie I think what's going to happen here is if if, if, if Inishtig don't change their set up fairly quickly they're going to drift out of this championship Roar Inishtig there two minutes ago there was a ball played in there there was five Inishtig men back with one Danes fort man in, 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 in their attacking half one Danes fort player and Inishtig kept five men back everybody's out around the middle third of the field and there's no one up in the full forwarding and you're chasing the game you're five points down with five minutes to go Chase. they're going to have to push up they're going to have to push up as Tom Dyle goes long again he'll go for his third point score. brilliant score by Tom Dyle he has been out of it maybe in the second half but that's a brilliant score for Tom Dyle as he keeps the scoreboard ticking over a five point game here in UPMC Nolan Park it's Danes Fort the stripy men wearing, wearing the black and amber 111 Roaring the Stieg nine points Danes in the Stieg Roaring the Stieg the X score but next score has gone in the other end of the field it's Robbie Welsh in on top of Joe Ling Joe very deep he's playing as a spare man looking for the man in the middle of the field Michael Gallivan he'll give the ball out across the dial dial will go along to Richie Lahey Richie loses with Paul Murphy he's influenced certainly having a part in the game Paul goes low up to young Ben Whitty again he's been on a lot of ball for me young Whitty gives a left handed ball to Jack Bruton Bruton but he's caught by the corner back to Owen Dial. Owen Dial is trying to come out with it he gives it to Joyce Joyce on the far side down coming in a, down to Dara O'Neill Dara O'Neill the ball breaks to Owen Dial and number 22 for in his team Kevin Murphy, yeah. Kevin Murphy is on the field he's brought on young Dial tries to lift it on the far side 21 yards there's a man coming through the middle he's spotted him we've seen him it's Michael Gallivan he's on the edge of the D he has a chance of a goal Dara Joyce on the end Dara Joyce goes long Dara Joyce goes for the shot brilliantly saved by Paddy and another tackle by Dara Joyce and the rugby rules but Dara Joyce it was a brilliant opportunity for him difficult it was yeah, but it was. Paddy Hogan did very well no it was it was a Paddy Hogan great save Dara did the right thing he got going for the goal there he done everything right that all stemmed from in fairness throwing a bit of caution to the wind here and going for it Michael Galvin made a run there no one tracked him came straight up along the outside of the field in fairness to Owen O'Brien on the far side he spotted him great ball across it would have been a lovely move would have been a great score but again in the they just have to take the shackles off and go for it you know check the shackles off 1-11-9 points brilliant brilliant save by Paddy Hogan half chance by Joyce he went for it he had to go for it as Niall Berrigan the Danes Fort uh, manager comes in and tells the Danes Fort backs to calm down as Paul Murphy goes back on the edge of the square to guard it as he does so they 
what? Gear after is looking to say, take it from there, stop acting the Egypt lads. Richie Lahey, the wind behind his back as the young man, Ball Mai, comes in with the, with the towel and the spare ball as Jack Bruton is trying to upset Richie Lahey. 53 minutes on the clock, 1-11, Danes fourth, nine points in his league, Danes fourth, holding out in his league, needs the next score, Richie Lahey ambitiously goes for the umpire, leads to his right, brilliant yeah, score by Lahey. Lahey has been playing so well all day, keeping the doorboard sticking over already. Yeah, that's seven points for Richie Lahey there now, including the sideline cut. Like he's, been, he's been having a fantastic game. Disappointed with a couple of the freezes hit, but in general play as well, he's been heavily involved in this game. And this is when Inish Teague are going to need these players. They're going to need to see a bit more of Kieran Joyce. I think he's going to drift out of the game a small bit there at centre-back. You know, we need to see him now. Dara Joyce has been fantastic as well. He's been throwing himself around, but we need more lads. They're bringing in Rory Delaney here now. George Murphy's gone off Rory Delaney's gone on Paddy Hogan delays the puck out does very well Robbie Welch coming into the game now Cooney he's on the 40 yard line he's going to the 21 he turns to his left this will be a great oh. score and a vital score for the Danes men as Derek Dooley and his mates are in front of us they're very happy 50 more minutes on the clock 1-11 1-12 to Danes 4 10 points Dennis Deegan and Lanky and Derek Dooley are quietly happy in front of the Danes Fort at half time they were worried but they're now worried because O'Brien has the ball gives the ball to Joyce Joyce is oh, intercepted by Darrow O'Neill again and Darrow O'Neill does very well and he's been very good all day ah, for no, Dane Sport look, literally early in the game you could see him throwing himself on it he stands out with small because he's wearing a great great t-shirt underneath his jersey I always think there's a bit of a underbelly to oh, yes, wearing an yeah. under armour top but he has an under armour top on him there but he's he's been fantastic and that was brilliant as well Darrow Joyce yeah. running through there and he, he won the ball and then he was brainy enough to carry it and draw the foul himself but that's he's been he's been a real real he's been a rock corner back all day Jack Bruton he's won a lot of vital ball looked like he was fouled he does comes to young Cahill Carney Carney misses but the three Ornestig men coming after him on the 45 50 yards from the goal Jake Cullen has it he's got, done so well he got the goal gives a brilliant ball to Robbie Welch this could be the insurance score it is it the is. insurance score possibly it's gone over the bar 55 minutes on the clock it's 113 it's 10 points there Ornestig it's a 6 point game and Dan's fourth look to be in the driving seat 6 points in it 5 minutes to go Hard it's, to see Dennis yeah, no, coming back, it, is it? It is, it, it is. And what Dane's Fort need to do is kill this game. They need to start drawing a few fouls, go down, helmets off, injuries, whatever you need to do to slow it down. They don't need to get involved. Gear after's after taking a bit of a belt there, is he all right? Ray after's all right. He's a rafter from three castles. He got knocked over. He's fine as the rain comes down. Michael Gallivan in the middle of the field. Michael Gallivan goes to go along a cross field ball. Three Dane's Fort. Des done. He's done so well all day as well. Done. Gives a neat hand pass to Robbie. Robbie's putting his influence in the game. Robbie Welch. Robbie looking for help. Robbie with three men, Dane's Fort. Rinesty men around him he looks to give the ball to Des Dunn again Dane's fourth getting stronger gives it to Richie Richie drops it it's Richie Hogan followed by Richie Lahey the two Richies going together loses the ball to Sean Lester Sean Lester wearing Najeed this will go down long four Dane's four men waiting for it wow. Dead in men have certainly lost their shape it's down on top of Cahill Carney Carney will catch this ball he does in the middle of the field it's Cooney gives it out to Colin Feeling. Feeling is going to get tackled he's gone inside him this should be popped over this has to be the insurance score it is the insurance ah, yeah. score sure 1-14 to Dane's fourth 10 points to Nestig and Roar Nestig have lost their shape yeah no you've seen that break there Ronnie there are two Roar Nestig players in the forward line they drive a ball up and there's eight Dane's fourth men back winning it now they're going route one here and it's probably too little too late here they're going to have to just try and get it but Colin Phelan's two points very important he's brought Dermot Phelan's full back Dermot using his rugby tackles comes to Carl O'Neill Dane's fourth getting stronger and faster at this stage Richie Lahey he's been one of the better men for Nestig he'll pop it over the bar off his weaker right hand side he pops 
pops it over the bar he keeps the scoreboard ticking over 56 minutes on the clock Dane's fourth 1-14 Roaring is Stieg 11 points as Paddy Hughes experienced Conor Everard the linesman comes into Gare after to say uh, another minute or two or looking for the time Dane's fourth one five minutes Dennis Deagle only, or Dane's fourth one only one minute I should say Dennis Deagle Conor Everard and Gare after having a conversation it's interesting to see what time will go on here now Eddie because Innesteague need as much time as they can yeah I can only see it being two or three minutes max because there's been very little in it one injury to Richie Hogan early in the second half other than that I don't remember any real stoppages in the game big worry for Innesteague as well I think only one Innesteague forward has scored today from play like I mean you know you, yeah. you won't win a game doing that you know Richie Hogan looks up for Jake Cullen he's made a, a contribution got that great goal when he came on and certainly been involved in a lot more play Jake Cullen looking for help gives it out to Richie, Richie off his left, 60 yards out. Richie baby pulled it a little bit, pulled it a little bit. Marginally gone wide, it doesn't matter. It's up the other end of the field. Nine wide, Dane's fourth. Six wide, Dane Steeg. Dane's fourth in the driving seat. Five, seven, seven point game. One forty to eleven. Des Dunn does brilliant it again. Comes to Colin Fielding. He's had a very good second half. He's, He's got two points. Number nineteen not checking him back. Comes to Bakuni. He's been very good. The Dane's fourth midfield in the second half certainly got better. Kieran Joyce coming into it. Kieran Joyce the day. In a Stegman, he loses it to Tom Murphy. Tom Murphy gives it to Tom Dyle again. Tom Dyle has three points scored. Tom Dyle snapped at that. Tom Dyle drove it wide, and that's not what they needed at this stage. It's, it's with two not, to and go. I think Ronnie, it's, it's very important to point it out as well. The second half performance from the forwards for 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 Dainsford has been wonderful. Jay Cullen, as you said, came in there at, at full forward, got a goal straight away. He's won a couple of balls as well. But Colin Phelan has started to really influence. Yeah, this. that's a free again. He's actually, I didn't curse him this time, but Colin caught that ball himself, drew his own free. So, you know, he's just been fantastic. He's major contribution in the second half he really has and he's working so hard and the other person that's doing really well as well Ben Whitty on the other side he's been involved in everything and and Robbie Walsh like these lads were nearly I wouldn't say anonymous in the first half but they weren't getting the supply of ball and in this half they've gotten the supply of ball and they've used it so well yeah and you'd wonder why Dane's four or Dane Stieg moved him that half back line of Dane Stieg of Joe Ling uh, Kieran Joyce and Pat Ling had such a wonderful first half and they've moved Ling back into the full back line when I thought there was no need for it because since they've moved him Colin Phelan has had it hurt a very good second half. One fourteen, Dane's fourth. Eleven points. Roaring the Stieg. The Richie Hogan show continues, but he's got a great support from his fellow forwards as he puts that over the bar. Brilliant. You mentioned at the very beginning, Eddie, the free taking, and he's been on airing all day. Yeah, no, he's, 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 his free taking has been two minutes. I think he's after calling, but he's, he's he's been fantastic on the freeze. They've been, you know, it's just been really what maybe missed one two frees early on Paddy took a couple of long range frees but other than that it's really stood to them unfortunately for Rory and Steve maybe they missed a couple of frees themselves but it's it's just been brilliant and Dane's four now are just going to cruise out of this game I can't see any Dane's, flag being raised there Dane's four uh, marginally went down to the relegation two years ago they lost out in the relegation final to Greg Ballycannon shot Richie Hogan that day what a loss he was they're bouncing back they're bouncing back into a final they not, haven't won anything yet but they're in a final it would seem 1-15 Dane's fourth 11 points the Roaring Nesteeg Dane Nesteeg men will be surely disappointed with their contribution today they were second to most balls Dane's fourth round dropped the hurl but he has it back to the Rory Galvin or uh, Galvin in the middle of the field Galvin loses the ball Michael Galvin comes back to Ratland again today to Darrow O'Neill comes back to Owen O'Brien out to Dara Joyce Dara Joyce the Dara Joyce strike that ball brilliantly but again rushed his shot and rub it wide and that just sums up Dane Nesteeg's men's day rush and maybe a half chance and again a little bit more composure possible yeah the rain the rain and wind is picking up again but even in that break and play even in that move and play Inish Teague still had a sweeper back there yes. defending you know you're seven points down 
in the last minute or two minutes of a, of a championship match knockout game semi-final this is what I was saying about taking the shackles off and throwing all cautions to the wind and letting that bomb forward but we have to give Danes Fork great credit Ronnie because they've managed this this game so well and against the wind Eddie yeah. they've managed it even better they've been excellent the ball poked out by Paddy down the middle of the field comes to Ben Whitty he's had an excellent game all through he fails to maybe get the hand pass he looks up he gives it back to Cooney Richie Lahi jumps in Lahi one of the outstanding players for Innes Roanestig today for sure Darren Booth puts up his hand on O'Brien of Innesteeg is there Roanestig the ball breaks to Tom Murphy he looks for Dara Joyce Dara Joyce of Roanestig gives the ball into Owen O'Brien again they need goals they need more than one goal need two goals but Paddy Hogan is there Paddy Hogan does brilliantly again and Paddy Hogan minding the guard and what a move for Dane's fourth putting Paddy Hogan back full back this year or on the goal this year we're brought by our proud sponsors as we said Philly Ireland Tires Killian Hill number one for tyre services in Kilkenny proudly supporting the parish of Dainsforth Philly and his team will be very happy they're there 05677 90857 247 and Philly We'll need you again because it looks like Danes Fort are going to be in the intermediate final as that's a very poor wide by the Innesteeg men and that just sums up their day, the decision-making and maybe their demeanour has been very poor in the second half when maybe, Eddie, with the wind we expected more. We did, Ronnie, but we did we did talk about one thing about that, you know, teams expecting, you know, we were wondering was it a three-point win, is it a five-point win and the whole lot, but like you'd said it yourself about when you're playing with the wind and the wrong ball going into the full forward line and they're not going to punish you. This half, these lads have gotten great ball into their forward line again the wind. Yeah, and we said it, that the smaller men and the faster men in Dan's fort in a steak did turn them three points down. It looked like they were in a strong position. But against the wind, the Dan's fort forwards was certainly their backs hurled very well. This is one of them, Darrow O'Neill, as he's playing giddy up maybe on the back of the sub for Dan for the Innesteague men. The sub coming on is Kevin Murphy. But he's been excellent all day at corner back. And that Dan's fort can be very happy with his contribution. But Dan's fort half back line, as the game went on, Paul Murphy had a bigger influence. Yes, he was marking Richie Lahey, but he had the middle uh, Des Dunn did very well at, yeah. and Carl O'Neill and that's where the launching pad in the second half Richie has a chance he's put it over the bar they need more than that's a point uh, Richie and Danes Fort are very very happy because Danes Fort are in the Michael Ling Motors Hyundai uh, final on 63 minutes it's Danes Fort 116 I think that should be oh no 115 and Richie Lahey uh, puts that over the bar to 12 points and the man of the match, the match and my man of the match. Darrow O'Neill, they were tuned into us. The guys picking the man of the match were tuned into us. They gave it to Darrow O'Neill, so at least we got that much right, Eddie. Darrow O'Neill had a great game, won six, 15 to 12 points. Danes Fort, their second half performance against that wind, we mentioned it at halftime that was where the launching pad was oh, this is it Ronnie and I mean in, in, in the game I heard and I said it to you in the first half I was a little bit bemused by what was happening around the middle of the field it looked like midfielders weren't being marked they're just standing off each other and there's not you know it's, it, it's, it seems to be a new thing in, in hurling that one of the midfielders will sit around there and you could see Tom Doyle's influence in the first half he got three points from playing the whole game he had a great game he was one of Rory Steve's better players with Richie Lahey but when you look at it and in fairness no one can be begrudging Danes Ford here Darren O'Neill a cornerback I think a massive deserving man of the match Richie Hogan you could argue as well should have been in consideration there as well you know he's after contributing 10 or 11 points there from, from freeze and play as well but all in all I definitely think all across the field 
out there Danes Fort they won all the big battles the substitution of Jay Cullen at the right time he came on they're only two points up when he came on or three points up first ball he gets he turns and bang back in the net and we did say the goal chances were going to be very very limited in this game there wasn't going to be a huge amount of them Jay got the chance and he buried it you said he got two goals in the last round I wonder is he looking at the management team now Ronnie and thinking there's a county final here in a couple of weeks time I'm not Ole Gunnar Solskjaer <laughs> you know I want to start I think but it, I think teams as well have to remember you need finishers as well as starters as well it's like in rugby you never hear lads saying about the, oh Ronnie's a sub today there's the finishers and there's yeah. the starters yeah. and I think it, Danes for today you, you got to see that in a plum somebody like Jake coming in and as you said getting a couple of goals the last day as well it's it's it's, it's brilliant to see but Danes Fort no matter who comes out of this other semi-final between Carrick Shock and, 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 and Thomastown Danes Fort are going to be formidable opponents and they're going to be going in as favourites I'd say yes well definitely Danes Fort have, have uh, now entered the arena and they're one of the first teams the second match in this Michael Ling Hyundai intermediate semi-final both teams have arrived on the field that match will start at quarter to four at three but here in UPMC Nolan Park it's Danes Fort having an exceptional win in the second half in horrible tough conditions but when it came down to it in the second half Eddie as we said against the wind against the rain the leaders came one of them being Richie Hogan Darrell O'Neill got the man of the match for sure but all over the field it was a team performance out of Danes Fort they'll be ready to bounce back they'll enjoy the next match the red, red hot favourites Thomastown play, in his, play the carry shockmen so here in UPMC Nolan Park Robbie if you're ready we'll go back to you we'll come back to you maybe five minutes before the next match it's Danes Fort in the final Danes Fort on a scoreline of 115 Roaring a Sieg 12 points and we thank you and we return in about 15-20 minutes You've been listening to Big Game Live a podcast from KCLR and Scoreline.ie to bring you the very best in our sporting commentaries as broadcast on KCLR We've got more sports podcasts on offer including The Clash Act our GAA podcast The Football Manager Football Show The Knock On and Scoreline Extra all available in the KCLR app and online at Scoreline.ie